everybody and welcome to Two Random Nerds Talk About the Sony Spider-Man Universe. Dun, dun, dun. My name's Connor. My name's Harry. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, how are you today, my fellow listener? I'm not talking to you, Harry. I'm talking to the listener. Oh, fair. I generally thought you were talking to me. No. Okay, I heard how the listener's doing. How are you then, I guess? I'm okay. How are you? I'm alright. I'm here. I'm here <laughs> ready to talk about some um, some some Sony Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man? The SS... MU? I don't know. Jesus Christ. The SSMU. Um, wow, that's that's kind of problematic, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, um, we'll move right past that. Um, straight off the bat, I think it's fair to say we're not we're not going to cover the Tom Holland Spider-Man films. Oh yeah, that's something I wanted to say. Yeah, we're not going to do the Tom Holland Spider-Man films because that's part of, we're going to cover those in our MCU episodes yes. because they're the MCU Spider-Mans. Um, uh, and and so, I, I know that... There'll be some people that go, yeah, but technically it's Sony. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, it, yeah. you're not you're not the one recording this, so no. And we think it's we just want to because I mean they don't really class Sony don't really class him as part of their their Sony universe. Mm. Technically, the Sony universe is only the Venom films and Morbius, but <laughs> yeah, true. And we'll get um, to them. But, don't you worry. Yeah, we will. But first, we're going to start with. Um, I should have just made this just Spider-Man in general, and then we could have gone way back to the classic Spider-Man films. But no, we're not doing that. We're not going to talk about Spider-Man. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no, we're going to talk about Spider-Man 2000 and... Two. 2000, right? Did it come out in 2002? Yeah, because 2004 was, was Spider-Man 2. I always yeah. get confused. 2000 was X-Men, I think, so... Yes, yes, it was. Um, Sp- Spider- yeah, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. I mean... It's the film that kicks everything off, really, for Spider-Man, didn't it? Like, for all the Spider-Man films we've yeah, it really since. did. It kicked everything off for Spider-Man, didn't it? Everything, you know, not not, not the first everything. issue of the comic in 1963. I meant the films. Not off. Amazing Fantasy number 15 from 1962. Oh, I know what I meant. <laughs> um, and you know what? I rewatched this the other day. Still holds up. The first Pretty Spider-Man, good. the first Spider-Man film is amazing. Like, yeah. pardon the pun. Um, it's great as a, as an origin story. Look, yep. it's it's so good that they basically made the exact same film again ten years later. Yes, and I'll talk about that when I get to it because I have I have thoughts about the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing these thoughts. To be fair, um, but first, this one I think it's great. I think as an origin story, it's fantastic. Yeah, like watching it now, it's it is dated when it, there's a bunch of people in their twenties playing high schoolers. You do and look at them, you're like, they're just like- people in there. Yeah, they they're adults because they look older than the teacher. Oh my god, I'm the same age that Tobey Maguire was when he got the role. Yeah, I just realised that because Tom Holland's now the same age that Tobey Maguire was when he got the role. He is because me and Tom Holland are the same age. We're basically the same person. That's yeah. Um. Oh my god, maybe I can be the live action Indian Spider Man. Why not? I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's fair. I'm I would not fit say enough. I, I would say I do think the second one's better but no, the I second do, one is better but I think but I do film, love this film I would give it um, 
I probably I if I was doing this myself, I'd probably put it in best movie ever. But I think Unmissable is good enough. Um, see, yeah, I'd personally say Unmissable, but I'm happy. I'm happy to give it best movie ever. If you want to give it best movie ever, I'm happy to stick. I'm happy to put that in best movie ever. I don't know. I'll think. I think Unmissable is probably good enough. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Spider-Man Two then is obviously best movie ever. Oh, that's just there's not even there's not even an argument about it. It's it's no, it's it's great. It's so good on every level, every um, single level. Especially that scene when Harry Osborn says he humiliated me by touching me. Oh, so good. Um, Doc Ock, Alfred Molina is great. Um, yep. the, the story with with Spider-Man going through this existential crisis and losing his powers, and then you get the you get the great. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Um, sequence. Yep. That's that's, a, that's that, the best part about that sequence, and the best part about that is um, it's honestly the greatest moment in film history is that freeze frame at the end of it. Oh fucking hell! I forgot about that freeze frame. Because typically you want a freeze frame to just freeze on like a, a steady frame, but it's like blurred because he's moving. It's just it's perfect. It's like Sam Raimi knows what he's doing. <laughs> You've also got the most iconic line from Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. Um, punch me, I bleed. Punch me, is... I bleed. <laughs> I fucking love it when you do that. It's so oh my funny. god, I used to do that a lot, didn't I? I forgot about. I was just, whenever I was in a bad mood, I just got up to kind of be like, "Can you just, can you just say the thing?" And he'd be like, "No, I don't think I'm I've like, even please. said it. I don't think I've said that since we were in uni." <laughs> yeah. Punch me, I ble- homework. I do my homework now. I do my homework now. <laughs> Shine my shoes, press my pants, do my homework. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, work now. It's so it's fucking good. good. It's good. It's good. It's good film. It's fun. It's uh, it's it's not fun when it doesn't when it shouldn't be. There's the scene with Aunt May when he's like, I I killed Uncle Ben. Actually, that's not what happens. But you know, <laughs> you got the great um train fight sequence as well. Fantastic. That still I love that, that I love still that holds so up much. to this day. It's the so point where good. It was on TV. This is a while ago. This is like a few months ago now. Probably last year sometime. It was on TV, and I was like, I was only like passing by basically but I stopped and was like this is like the best part of this film <laughs> so, oh, 100% <laughs> I was like I have to watch this because it's so cool especially the um, bit where he's like he's just a kid no older no than older my 28 yeah no older <laughs> than my 30 year old son um yeah, yeah it's suspension of disbelief you have to think he's a kid <laughs> it's to be honest from the whole, like we said the whole film's great but from when he becomes Spider-Man again, and he's and he's swinging up to Doc Ock, and you see his reflection in the, in the glasses, all the way yeah. up to the end. Is well, just that's one of those shots stellar. where it's it's it 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 it's one of those ones where it's like it's it's the shot of Spider-Man, then it becomes the reflection, doesn't it? And it's like one of those Sorry, cool transitions, yeah. like one of those really I love those kinds of transitions. Um, um really creative. It God, also. Just- just there's crying. the argument. I know there's the argument that some people have had is like Spider-Man is just punching Doc Ock, and like Doc Ock isn't a super-powered person, so like <laughs> he could just yeah. he could just he could kill him with a punch. But then that also Spider-Man's obviously pulling his punches because that's also another thing from the comics is that, you know in the uh, Superior Spider-Man run, yeah, like Doc Ock obviously takes over Peter's brain, yeah, and becomes Spider-Man. It's like. He's like, ah, oh, let's see how strong he really is in the first... I don't know if this is... I think it's actually in the comics, but like the first time he uses, he is using Spider-Man's body, it like takes Scorpion's jaw clean off or something. Yeah, fun fact, at the time of recording, they just announced that's coming back last night. Yeah, I know, I saw that. Um, Dan Slott's returning to it. That's still Peter Parker, right? Is it Peter Parker? Super it is Spider-Man? Peter Parker, but it's Doc Ock controlling him. Oh. Superior okay. Spider-Man is Otto Octavius 
controlling Peter Parker. Like, he is... He's in his brain. Okay. Like, yeah. It's a weird... It's a weird, like, thing, but, like, a lot of people actually think Superior Spider-Man is one of the better Spider-Mans. Fair play. Like, he is Peter Parker, though, but I think it's just, like... You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never actually read any Superior Spider-Man stuff. I might have to have a pick-up of a of a collection of them, an omnibus, and see what it's like. Yeah, I might do the same, to be fair. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man 2, best movie ever. Best movie top ever. of the list. Not even... Uh, yep. As in, as in uh, towards the top I of the list. Yeah, that's fine. No, I get it. It's fine. Uh, Spider-Man 3 uh, is just a movie. Really? Yeah, it's just a movie. I mean, for me, the thing is right. It is just a movie. However, I do love it. Like, well, I don't love it. I love, I love the final action sequence at the end. Um, but there is quite a lot wrong with that film. Thinking about it, yeah, it's just a movie, really, isn't it? It is just a movie. It's one hundred percent just a movie. I mean, I've really, you, I've really you... got, I really went through the motions on that one as well. It's like because it's not forgettable because it does have memorable moments. Yeah, um, too much. There's just too much studio interference, I think. But I wouldn't say this is pretty good actually because I don't think it's good. <laughs> I don't think it's a good film. I think it's just a movie. Yeah, I haven't rewatched it in quite some time, so I'm happy to. I was meant to finish off my rewatches, but I didn't get a chance. I'm probably gonna do it after recording this episode. It's because but, Spider-Man um, Three sucks. But yeah, I'm happy with. I'm happy with sticking with that. I know that's the thing that I mean. It it does have its good moments. Like we're not gonna. I really no. I will. I will maintain. I really do enjoy the final battle sequence. I, mean, I don't mind it so much. Coming back to it, I'm a bit like, yeah. I like the fight with Harry. Yeah, Harry Osborne. Um, I like that little fight in the. Uh, the not the first one. The second one. The one one in the penthouse. And now I'm gonna kick your little ass. Ooh. Um. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah. Just a movie. I don't like the bit where he 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 he, uh, he hits MJ. That's weird. <laughs> no, it's really. I always skip that scene. It's really uncomfortable. Well, she, she, she never goes back. She doesn't get back together with him though. At the end, it's obviously left ambiguous. They're just like, let's just dance, but we're actually friends until No Way Home. Oh yeah, no, they do talk about how like yeah, we made it work after I smacked her in the face in front of you know loads a club of people full of people. Yeah. Then again, people have stayed together with others for for more. <laughs> for yeah. Less. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, you, what would you want to be? The girl who said no to Spider-Man? I think the the Amazing Spider-Man from 2012 is forgettable. So I was going to say it's pretty good, actually, personally. I mean, if you're going by the standard that it is exactly the same film as the first Spider-Man. It is, but I don't know. Let me get my notes up for this, because I made notes specifically for this one, actually. I do enjoy... I can't say I don't... I no, that's fine. I don't I... enjoy it. Like, no, that's fine. You can say it. You can say like you can still have a, have your opinion right now. That's fine. I'm not saying you can't. Obviously, but like I was made. I made a lot of notes for this. But like, first off, some of the notes are defending it a little bit. Defending why it's basically making excuses for why I think it's bad. Right. Fair. Like, uh, the film feels like it had a lot of stuff cut out that would make Peter's journey to becoming Spider-Man so much more interesting. Yeah. Like it does just feel like he just becomes Spider-Man. There's no real journey. It's very quick, yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield is good, and the chemistry of Emma Stone is good, but the writing for their romance is awful. It makes no sense how they become a couple when they actually know nothing about each other and never learn anything about each other. There's just so much missing. There's no development to their relationship yeah. at all. 
Like it goes from we're talking school, we're talking off school, we're talking school, we're kissing on a rooftop. I do like that scene though. It's a nice scene. I it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> maybe it's the music I prefer. But... It, it's maybe maybe you like the music. Like, maybe that's part of it. But it's so cringe. And I can I know because when I watched that I can I can I could see in like in my early writing how that scene influenced me a little bit. And I was like, oh no, that's cringe. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, the film clearly has far too many plot points that it's trying to put through, but they don't all pick up and are easily forgotten about. Yeah. Um, the high school. Okay, this is what I mean when I'm talking about how I see my writing influence in it. All the high school scenes feel like they were written by a teenager. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Like when he starts, like, oh, I, I'm now humiliating my bully and showing off my powers in school by jumping 500 feet in the air. Not quite, but you know. Like as a teenager going, yeah, that will show him. Like... Yeah, basically, that's exactly what that is. And like, um, I think there's a, there's actually very little like actual Spider-Man in this film. That is correct. Yeah, there is there isn't a lot of Spidey in this. Um. And I think there's a lot of clear evidence of studio interference here in the idea of setting up a universe. Yep. Um, I then I said when this is here's a positive. I like the extremely comic book idea of a mad scientist who wants to turn everyone into lizards. Yeah, it is but, probably got out of comic book, but but it's played far too seriously. Yeah, it doesn't fit with the tone of what they're trying to do. Like, no, no, I mean like. I would, I would hundred percent be on board with it, just being Kirk Connors being like, "Yeah, I'm going to turn everyone into lizards." <laughs> I'm insane. They play it too serious. Yeah, like he's a comic book villain. Like balls to the wall, he is a comic book villain. He just he becomes a lizard, and then he goes, "No, everyone should be a lizard." And it's like, no, that's right out of a comic book. That is perfect. It is too played too seriously. <laughs> what do you think about the crane scene? weird it's just trying it's just the new yorker scene again new yorkers supporting new yorkers you mess with one of us you mess with all of us that's fair i do like that scene though i I don't know think about it it, again it it feels it it feels forced for me and it doesn't feel like it doesn't i don't know i can't suspend my like disbelief enough to really buy into it it feels too too fake yeah that's fair that's fair um where is it I don't know if this what's this. Let's see what this. Let's see what this note is. Uh, Peter gets bitten, has abilities. Uncle Ben dies. Peter goes on a hunt, designs a full costume for some reason, and then becomes a hero when he learns that he should do more than hunt one guy. That's not terrible if you introduce the costume at the very end of that line of events. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like he basically he he de- he he designs a full costume before he even decides to be a proper hero. At the time, he's still just hunting down Uncle Ben's killer. Yeah. Um. It has the ability to be a very strong Spider-Man story, but suffers from being an attempt to set up more stories in an overarching mystery. Um, and here's my favourite part of it. The film feels like it's written by a studio committee who looked at the first Spider-Man film and said, how can we do this except we also bottle the chemistry of Garfield and Stone and replace the villain with a lizard? Also, Peter has no friends, only bullies. Oh, and we need to settle the possibility of more films and his parents have a weird secret or something. Yeah, the parents' secret stuff is... is yeah, no, that, take that bit out. Peter has no friends. He has no friends at all, yeah. He has no friends. He's just some weird outcast. Um, <laughs> and I don't think he's... You know a lot of people say, oh, he's too cool to be Peter Parker. You know people said that? 
I don't think yeah, he's cool. Yeah, well, people think he's too hipster. I don't, I, I don't mind that. I actually don't mind that. Like, I think it plays in well to, like, he's just, yeah, he's a smart teenager who also likes to skateboard. Oh, I maintain that Andrew Garfield's a great Spider-Man. He just got killed. Andrew Garfield is the material. best part of the film. He's he's just not been given very good material. All this um, stuff in the Amazing Spider-Man Two, even down to the way Spider-Man <laughs> swings through the sea. And my last comparison, my last comparison to the first Spider-Man film. At the end, it even has the dad of another character dying and telling Peter to do something. It's the same film, only infinitely worse. That's fair. I don't disagree with what you've said. I just wanted I made because I made all those notes when I was watching it because I had this like epiphany basically when I was watching it and I just looked at it and I was like oh my god this is exactly like if the producers sat down and watched Spider-Man and then just said let's make that again <laughs> yeah but change a couple of elements and yeah. I genuinely think that of that film I genuinely think it was just them trying because it is just doing the origin story again it's like that's why I like I like that they didn't do that with Homecoming Oh yeah, thank God. But like, if they were to have done this film, but not have done it as a as another origin story, it probably would have worked a lot better. But then you have got a completely different kind of Peter Parker as well. Yes, that's why I, I say it, it's forgettable. Like I'm, a, I, I, I think it is out of all the all the mainline Spider-Man films. I think it is the worst one. Okay. Because it just. It is trying it... so hard to be the first Spider-Man film again, but changing a couple of elements, but and but not doing it well enough to yeah, really stand out. Yeah, because the thing is, I don't actually have a lot of arguments against what you've said. No, that's um, like again, enjoyment is a part of it as well. But either I, when I was watching it again, I was like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not having fun. I'm not enjoying this film at all. All I can see is the bad stuff. I can't put yeah. that aside. Like I'd say, I'd say. Yeah, I'll again, let you I haven't watched, talk I haven't about watched it for a minute. It. No, no, sorry, I haven't watched it in a while. I would argue just a movie, just because I remember the last time I watched it, I did really enjoy it. I think, yes, there is a lot of issues with it, but I think I enjoy Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone's kind of chemistry. I enjoy Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. I like the scene where he's saving the kid off the bridge. Um, I love the soundtrack. That might that might also influence my opinion of the film. I think um, <laughs> it's you. Yeah, I mean, even that, like, I didn't, I, re-watching it, I didn't like the bridge scene at all. I was like, this is, doesn't, again, it doesn't feel right. I don't know what it is about, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, and with the thing with, um, I feel like, and I don't know, you might, you might agree. Okay. I think they didn't, they only pushed the romance part of it when they realised that the two actors had chemistry. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I feel like that wasn't even in the script initially. It feels like they screen tested them and went, oh my god, they have great chemistry, throw in some romance stuff. Because that's what it feels like. The romance feels so poorly written. Like, I don't get it. And I'm pref- I'm gonna pref- I'm gonna preface you know that a lot of the problems I have with this film are rectified in the next one. Okay. Well, so, I would I, say I actually sorry, I was say I think the Amazing Spider-Man Two is so much better than the first one. But I, I would put I, this in forgettable. You say you would put it in. This is pretty good, actually. Initially, you said. Initially, yeah. So I, I I'll put it in just a movie, just to balance, just so we can balance our opinions. I, because I was gonna say, I was gonna say should we put it in just a movie? Because if you're saying you wouldn't put it in forgettable, that's like that's fine. I I, I would. 
but because we have to because we're agreeing together we're making these decisions together as a team um i'll put it in just a movie because at the end of the it is just a movie yeah and clearly it's not forgettable if i remember enough stuff to you know talk about it (laughs) that's a good point so yeah just a movie if there was a one for like just a movie but it's kind of bad (laughs) it's It's kind of bad actually uh uh but on the uh off of the back of that one amazing spider-man 2 this is pretty good actually you know what right i have this conversation with people in work i know there's some i've got a good friend in work who this is the very first film that he left the cinema during and he doesn't like it there's a few people in work that don't like this film and i i maintain again i have rewatched it for a while this is why i brought the collection so i will i will rewatch it um i think there are a lot of good elements to this film that people don't get me wrong, it is not a perfect film. They do too much setup for for the future and the villains yep. I don't think are, are amazing. However, I think the chemistry between again Garfield and Stone and how it's developed I think is really well done. I they, think they um, clearly looked at the first this was one matter of that they looked at the chemistry, they looked at the first film and they said, Okay, let's let's still focus on the romance, but let's write it a lot better. Yeah, I think the stakes are actually quite high. So, like, I remember the stakes it. are very high in this film, like to I, the point I where Gwen Stacy dies. <laughs> no, 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 that's what I mean. Like, I remember when I watched it for the first time. No, I'm, ag- I'm agreeing um, with you. No, no, I know. Sorry, no, I know. Sorry, but <laughs> what I mean is, but I remember watching it for the first time and going, "Oh my!" Because that's the thing. Like, I in the Spider-Man one, two, and three, the stakes are high, but I always kind of felt that they were safe. But yeah. with this one, I was always, and even this day, even though I know what happens, I'm like, "Shit, something's gonna happen." I'm fucking. I'm on the edge I, of my seat. I loved this film when it came out. So did I. I and really... when I saw it, it got bad reviews. I was really like disappointed. I was like, but I like. I thought it was really good. This is a key. <laughs> yeah, this is a key example of what I say to some other friends of, of sometimes reading reviews and all that stuff is great and looking at Rotten Tomatoes scores and all that stuff. However, sometimes you've got to put all that aside and just go, do I like this? Fucking yeah, I loved it. Why? Why is that a bad thing? Like, let's let's bring it down to this point. Is it a good, is it a great film? No. Is it a good Spider-Man story? It's, it is. It's a good Spider-Man story. I feel like the games were like this. It feels like it could be one of the plots of one of the games. Do you know what, actually? This is something I was actually going to say. I've been reading, Con knows this, I've been collecting um, the Amazing Spider-Man comic issues since it started, since the new one started back in April of last year. And there's just been issues on issue 26 at the time of recording. And issues 21 to 26 is like a story arc that was set up pre-issue 1 that kind of we've waited to find answers for. And the story of Amazing Spider-Man 2, I could see being another story arc in this Amazing Spider-Man comic series. I could see, I could see what they've done. I could see that being a comic. I could I see heard. that being every week kind of thing. And I've I also think... heard that a lot of people haven't liked the recent run on Spider-Man. I didn't... I have some problems with... A recent choice they've made, personally. I won't spoil it for anyone that's, for anyone that doesn't know. I don't want to spoil spoil it. Um, but I don't mind the most recent series. Um, there's definitely been moments that I've not enjoyed, but there's been moments that I also have enjoyed. But it's my first kind of comic run that I've been collecting. But anyway, it's not the point. But but one thing I love about this film is I love the way they do Gwen Stacy's death and the fact that they 
took this thing from the comics that was very controversial when it first came out. Like if you do research, yeah. if you do research at the time when it came out, you'll see that people were not happy with this, and it did get a lot of backlash. Oh, yeah. And we'll they try not this... to spend too much time on this, but yeah. No, no, yeah. It's the last <laughs> I've got to say. But they took they took this thing and they went no no we they fully went for it and they committed they committed to it as well, even though they um, were going to try and bring her back as either yeah. as the same Gwen Stacy or as or as Spider Gwen. And then you've got Hans Zimmer's. <laughs> Well, part of and a group of other people, but you got yeah. the, the soundtrack. All of the soundtrack for Gwen and Peter is so good. The, I think they yes. actually teased Gwen Stacy's death in the first one. There's a moment point. where they first go swinging together through the city, and they swing past the clock tower. Mm. Oh like, shit! Yeah, they do, didn't they? Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! Did that tease Gwen Stacy's death? Like, I mean, they. Gwen Stacy dies. That's one of the biggest points in the comic. Like, everybody knows that. Anyone who's read, uh, anyone who knows Spider-Man well enough to know what happens in the comics and what happens to big characters, they know Gwen Stacy dies in the Spider-Man comics. Yeah, because so, like, in... that could have just been there just to be like, remember this? This does happen to Gwen Stacy, so it might happen in ours. And I was like, I thought that was just like a, or maybe it was just that was just a good-looking shot, and they would, just... <laughs> but it, yeah, it could have been a tease. There was always a lot of speculation as well of. Um... Of if it was going to happen because they recorded two scenes with someone with someone playing MJ, but I'm Shailene Woodley. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, why did they take it out? I'm happy they took it out. Yeah, too much. Because yeah, because also this is a story about Peter and Gwen, and at the end of it, when she dies, you know, Spider Man goes away, and the whole end of the film is talking about how you you are a symbol of hope, and that's what you need to be. I mm-hmm. love that whole kind of ending of the film, and I think I like the if, ending. Yeah. If you had had MJ in there, I think you would have ruined it a little bit. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you in your in your rating. Yeah. It's more again, take out all the stuff about the parents. Do not give a shit. Couldn't give a um, fuck. Yeah. Electro should have been written better. I don't really like the way they wrote um, the character. But I like the Times Square too sequence. Weird. Oh, that's like, that's great. Apart from the fact that it implies that um, Spider Man is faster than the speed of light. True. But um, <laughs> I, li- I like the kind of how they did that when he does the Spidey sense and it kind of slows down. I like. Oh, that. it's so that's such a cool sequence. Like apart from the fact that it implies that Spider Man is faster than the speed of light, it's such a cool sequence. Yeah. Um, and I also love the end, like the end fight as well when they're, you know, in the power plant area thing. Yep. And then when Gwen shows up and like Peter's like very like serious, like no, I'm serious. You can't be here. <laughs> and she's like, "This is my choice. So you need to understand that I can make my yeah. decisions." Yeah. And then, then it does feel like very abrupt that uh, i don't if they did the harry stuff differently the harry stuff feels very that feels it, very forced at the end i don't mind harry osborne being in it and it being a part of the plot it does feel a bit like it's tagged on so that they could do the end of yeah. the film uh, that's my only criticism i think is there a way that this film is rewritten and, and uh harry uh, green goblin is the villain all the way through like like harry realizes that the suit is like the uh, like you could do you could do a similar thing to the first spider-man film i don't i know i just criticized amazing spider-man for re for basically being the same as the first film but you could do the thing was like he takes the serum thinking it's going to help and it gives him that sort of split personality thing that um, norman osborne has and um so but and you could have that the suit still exists but it's something that makes him feel better like it's just a medical suit or something like that um no exactly he realizes something in some way and maybe whenever he puts it on, he's sort of like maybe it's something he even uses when he sleeps, and then he's like, but he's like waking up the other personality, and then he's the villain throughout the film, and it's only like 
there's a big point like the the middle act twist is harry osborne being like no i need you and peter i need your help i need spider-man's blood i need your help mm. like and then that's the twist and then that sets him over the edge and i feel like just there i've realized what not saying it's perfect not saying that would be a perfect film there's still plot no, but i think it would have i think it would have been stronger than than what we got yeah yeah for sure and then you could have had like you could have still had Electro in there, but then you could have had it like be like he's the secondary villain. Yes. And um Harry is the um the main villain. And I feel like that could have worked, but there's no sense in rewriting old movies. <laughs> no. But it, I think it's good. I enjoyed it. Nearly ten years later, I think this film is good. I do need to rewatch it, but based on last time I watched it, then yeah, I'd agree with that. Because I enjoyed watching it again. I was like, yeah, no, there is stuff in here that I don't buy into all the time. But there is stuff in here that I also really like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Venom is just a movie. <laughs> I call it forgettable, personally. The fir- I think the first Venom... I, I think the first, first one's Venom better isn't than the too bad. One. The first Venom isn't too bad. Like I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Not a lot. I think I definitely think the first one's better than the second one. I think um, the second one is, is um, probably, so rushed. Probably forgettable. Probably worst movie ever. Yeah, I think I'd I'm say the first sure. one. First one, I'm happy with just the movie. Second one, I would say. I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was terrible, but I don't think it was good. Like I'm just a bit like. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking forgettable. Yeah, I'm happy forgettable for that one. Yeah, I know we just brushed over those, but we talked about The Amazing Spider-Man for a long time. Venom's good. The only the best aspect of Venom's not not good. The best aspect of the Venom films is the Venom Eddie Brock relationship, and, yeah, and they to... they didn't buy into it enough in the sequel, and I think that let it down. And yeah, also the to... fact that the villain is so boring. Like the villain is just more Venom, especially like Carnage is awful. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the most disappointing part of Venom Two for me. Carnage could have been amazing, and it's crap. Morbius is best movie ever above Spider-Man Two. No, it's worst movie ever. It is shit. <laughs> Morbius' best movie ever above Spider-Man 2. It is morbing time. The only good part of that film for me is probably Matt Smith because he's just having a good time and even then he's not amazing. No, yeah, it's worst movie ever. Um, it's fucking... It is, it, I don't like to wish... It, like People work on these films and they work so hard. Like All the set designers and the graphic and all these people. And Did they work I'm, hard? <laughs> I'm sure. And, I'm sh- and I'm sure that working on this film was tough and that they had did a lot of work and fair play to them but i can't wholeheartedly say it's not dog shit um mm-hmm. not their work just just as a film um it's 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 another one of those ones where i don't think it's terrible like it's not horrifically bad do, do you know what but it's not good <laughs> i think what I, my problem with this is the same as venom 2 right is i don't understand what they were trying to do yeah, I don't know. It's so lazy. It's like so lazy. It's just, I know you're yeah. saying you don't want to disregard like hard work, and but I just think that it's a lazy idea. It's like they again. It feels like a bunch of producers came together and just said, "Just do whatever." Like we don't care. Just do whatever. Yeah, I genuinely with this and it wasn't too, even, like... You want to commit? Sorry, I, was, I just That's you want right. to commit. You want to really commit to it if you're going to do an idea that's just this mundane. Like, you want it to be silly, if anything. Yeah. It's a comic book. Yeah, I just don't... 
Why are you going edgy with it? Again, like with with Amazing Spider-Man films, you knew the whole the whole parent plot. It was silly, and people didn't like it. But at least you knew that's what they were trying to go towards. With with the Venom two and with Morbius, I I couldn't sit here and say, yeah, this is this was their intention. I had no idea. At what Morbius? Okay, it's a, I don't get it. No, it was. It there frustrates no me. I don't think there is any me. intention other than hoping to make money. Yes. To the point where they released it twice. But it did make more money than Shazam Fury of the Gods. So I think in that sense, Morbius is a success. In that sense, you're going to have forgettable and not worst movie ever. Morbius Morbius has done more for pop culture than Shazam has. The most recent Shazam film. Oh, yeah. Morbius was a meme to the point where everybody knows about Morbius now. And everybody collectively went, we're not going to watch it. <laughs> Even though... Some people, ha- I went to the cinema and saw it because I just wanted to. I just wanted to. See- I wanted to know. That's fair. Um, but yeah, worst movie ever. And then, um, I mean, we'll talk. We're, g- we're going to go into not loads of detail, but we'll talk about them. Into the Spider Verse and Across the Spider Verse are both in best movie ever. Without, there's no competition with those. Yeah. No, I'm still putting, and this is uh, my justification for it. I'm putting Into the Spider Verse on top because we've had more time with that film. Um, yeah, I want to. See- I want to let yeah. Across the Spider-Verse gestate for a bit before I watch it again and then realise... Yeah, we both saw this like just over a day ago, day and two days ago, so I want to be able to see it again and let it properly sit with me, so I'd, I'd agree with that. I'm, my thing is, I'm going to I'm actually I'm gonna wait now until it comes out on Blu-ray. Oh, really? Or digital. Yeah, I don't need to see it again in the cinema. I don't want to ruin, ruin it. That's fair. Let it, let, give myself some time with films... I've been doing that a lot recently, and I think it helps a lot. <laughs> if I see it again in Obi once more, we had some. There was a lot of like it was half term, so we had like teenagers in the screen and so on. Mine wasn't too bad actually. Like in terms of there was no there was I went early, but there was it was like pretty packed, but there wasn't um a lot of like youngsters there. Oh yeah, ours was completely sold out. So it wasn't there wasn't a lot of noise, so it was good. Yeah, mine wasn't sold out because it was the ten a.m. screening. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, um, I mean they just they just they're just great. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about them. <laughs> like, I f- yeah, it's they're just so so creative, so like so much love complete... and care. No, but that's what I was gonna say. They're the complete opposite to Morbius, Morbius. <laughs> and Venom Two. Is that so much love and attention and detail goes into every single frame of that film? You could pause it at any point, or both of them, of at any point. And you would just appreciate what's in front of you because it's so well done. And then when you get to the basis of it, when you get right into the nitty gritty, there's so much heart in both of them. Yeah. Like, there's so much love and care put into the character of Miles Morales. Like, yeah, more the other characters as well. I'm not saying there isn't with those. But, like, Miles Morales is the main character in both films, so... Yeah. And we're not going to... obviously We're obviously not going to go too far into... Even though this was... You're probably hearing this later than the film like the film's probably been out for a while yeah. when you're hearing this but we're not going to go into spoilers for across the spider-verse just in case yeah I, I yeah i know a few people that really want to see it but won't get a chance to it till it's out on digital or dvd so um it's one of those films it's one of those film one of those bigger films where i'm like i wouldn't want to spoil it to for those people yeah but um yeah, like that's taking out all the Easter eggs and references that everyone like for everything else, and just to the base of just the story. They're like they're both very incredible stories. 
Yes. Like, even to the point where I said this to myself, because, you know, I thought it to myself, and um, across Spider-Verse, in a lot of senses, like, especially when I was getting towards the third act, I was like, oh, I can see where this is going. I'm not, it's predictable, but not in a bad way. I'm still loving every moment. Yeah. But I can see where it's going. Like, if that's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, when people started predicting what was going to happen in Game of Thrones and stuff like that, so they changed it. Yeah. It's like, no, just because people can predict where something's going doesn't mean you change it. It doesn't make the payoff any better. No, you're <laughs> but, exactly right. But, and so, and I'm not saying like, obviously a film's different because you can't, even if you can predict where a film's going, they can't change the ending. They've already made it. <laughs> but there's a lot of people when they have cases of being like, I predicted how it was going to go and it ruined the film for me. And it's just like, no, that not for this at all. And it wasn't a matter of, like, in the first few minutes, I was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen, because obviously not. But I mean, like, in the third act, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see what's happening now. I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just uh, so much... It's, it's a lot of fun. Like, it's a... Both films are, like, not completely, maybe, but, like, to a certain sect of, of people, it's like a filmmaker's dream. Yeah, do you know, do you know what? A, a way I describe them is... is is Con knows this right? If I fit, if I'm having a bad day, I'll stick on Spider-Man Two, right? It's one of my go-to films. These Across the Spider-Verse and Into the Spider-Verse are two of those films. Again, more Into the Spider-Verse because I've not had a lot of time to sit with Across the Spider-Verse, but but those films where you put it on, no matter how many times you've seen it, and you have a good time, like you watch mm-hmm. it and you go, "This is just great." I love this bit. Every time I see the What's Up Danger scene in Into the Spider-Verse, I still get that small little goosebumps feeling. And I'm like, God, oh, yeah. this is... It's just beautiful to watch. It's fun to watch. I enjoy watching it, showing it to new people. Um, yeah, it's like we said. It's just There's so much love gone into it to every single character, but they don't shy away of making Miles the main character. They've got Miles as our main focus and we'll keep you that focus but he, mm-hmm. we are, we are going to take time to let the other characters especially in the second one they let they let every character have a bit of room to breathe and go here's a bit about Gwen here's a bit about this one here's a bit about this one and that's why they work um yeah they're just they're just they're just fucking great mate they're just so good yep um so I feel like we're not going to disagree with any of anything now about this, but I, uh, best best movie ever into the Spider Verse across the Spider Verse Spider Man Two in that order. Yeah. Oh yes. I yes. think I would yes, say I so. Yes, I think so. Yeah. 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 Because uh, I mean, I I will I will hurt you if you if you think Spider Man Two should be above either of those two films. <laughs> I they, want, uh, they're fundamentally the, episode... the best Spider Man movies. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And. If the seek if the if the third one is then is going to be as good as these two, it may end up being the best comic book trilogy ever. It might just end up being one of the best trilogies ever. And Lord of the Rings, nothing's beating that, mate. I you don't fuck know. off. You fuck off out of here. I think this is it with a chance. You fuck off out of here. Just saying. <laughs> you fuck off out of here. The beginning of Lord of the Rings makes me cry. <laughs> the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, just when the theme starts. Oh. As soon as that not... music's going, you're like, oh. It's Lord of the I Rings. Thought, it's so good. I thought you meant the fucking prologue. <laughs> nah, even that. Anything. Everything. Lord of the Rings. Are you tears in your eyes the entire time? <laughs> you just don't because stop it's... crying from start to finish. 
for Fellowship, actually, I'm not even kidding. Fellowship is the one that gets me the most. I, Fellowship is one of my be- favorite films, top ten favorite films. Oh, fair play. Like, I think the trilogy as a whole is up there as one of my like favorite things ever. Like, I'm not that big of a Lord of the Rings lore. I don't know anything about the lore. I just love the films. <laughs> no, that's completely fair. But like, no, Fellowship is like it, the ending of Fellowship gets me so hard. <laughs> that's fair. Mine's the same, but for the second one, I'm taking. And it, I'm taking my mum to see the second one at Royal Albert Hall in September. That's cool. Yeah. Um, um, well, the Fellowship also has the greatest tear in in film history, which is just after Gandalf dies and like Frodo's walking into the distance and they're like Frodo and he turns around and he's just got that single tear down his cheek. Yeah, he's good. It's like oh, it's so good. Even though he's, even though he's a whiny bitch. No, he's Wise. being corrupted by the ring. Don't matter. Samwise Gamgee till I die. This isn't a Lord of the Rings episode. We're sorry, people. <laughs> we will do that. We will do that, though. Even though there's, no, like, there's not many, it means we can talk about more. We could do the Hobbit films as well. We can rank the Middle Earth trilogy, and I can, I can actually picture how it would go for me exactly. <laughs> I think I could as well, but it'll give me a good excuse to go back and watch the Hobbit films, actually. I don't need. An, I don't want an excuse to go back and watch them. I don't want to. <laughs> yes. I've seen a lot of people say just like, why was why does the dragon have to die in the beginning of the third one? Why couldn't it just couldn't if that was at the end of the second one? The second one would be a great film because the book of the Hobbit is like two hundred pages long. It's one and it's book. not a long book. But it's for one some little reason, book. exactly. And for it's some funny. reason, it's they even want to fun- expand it. It's even funnier because technically the the Lord of the Rings is split into six books. <laughs> yeah. So it works as three films with an extended version of each film. Yeah. Whereas The Hobbit should have just been one movie. <laughs> Probably two, maybe. I could see why they'd push it to two. Could have been one. Well, doesn't it initially Guillermo del Toro wanted to do two because he wanted to do, like, The Hobbit, the main story, and then he also wanted to do the second one would have been Gandalf's side of the story when he goes off and does his own thing. Yeah, pretty much. That's how Guillermo del Toro was going to do it. It's but how the then... books are split. It's how the, well, not The Hobbit, but it's how The Lord of the Rings books are split as well. So you have you have Frodo's story, like for example, in Two Towers, you have Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli's story for the first half of the book, and mm-hmm. then the second half of the book is purely Frodo's story. There's no cross cutting between chapters. Oh, okay, that's that's um, an interesting way. That's probably why it's split into six books total, then, isn't it? Yeah, I thought I because I read them as the free books when they when they put them into three bigger books. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. The, the, it, that's how they've mainly been collected, anyway. Is is the three books, obviously, but like each book is obviously split into two parts, isn't it? Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So I found them a lot. I did find them hard to read from that aspect of no cross cutting, but um, but yeah, that's how that's just how Tolkien um, did it. And that's for three books as well. I'm never gonna read them. I'm gonna have Andy Circus read them to me. I don't blame you. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Uh, so yeah, into the Spider Verse, across the Spider Verse, Spider Man Two, best yep. movie ever. Yep. Uh, Unmissable is the first Spider-Man. Yep. This is pretty good, actually, is Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yep. Just the movie, Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man Venom, in that order? Yep. Yep, okay. Forgettable, uh, Venom 2. Yep. Worst movie ever, Morbius. So, technically, we have a tie. I think... Between best movie ever... I don't... We don't really rank... We haven't ranked... We didn't rank the MCU as an overall series, did we? I haven't written it down. If we did, <laughs> can't remember. I'd say I let's give this. I'd get, let's give this best movie ever because the two Spider Verse. Best, films you mean alone. best series ever? Best, best series oh, ever. Because I actually know. Two... Here's how we should really do it. We should look at. I was about to say. Okay, this doesn't work either. I was gonna say look at both halves and see which 
which has the most. And it's funny because it's an even split even then. <laughs> yeah, in this case, I say let's give it... Let's give I think it un- in this case, I'd have to give it unmissable, I think, as an overall. I can't give it best series ever when only three of them are best movie ever. One's unmissable and one is pretty good. Okay, no, I'm We don't have to rank them overall. We don't have to rank them overall. Oh, no, but I like it. Let's it's Spider-Man. It's, it's Spider-Man. Unmissable oh, no, Spider-Man. Actually, no, here's a way to put it. Sorry. Um, technically, only one, two, three, four five six seven of them are actually spider-man films yes three of them aren't so yeah best series ever yeah exactly yeah that's fair damn right that's fair cool um so that's spider-man uh for the sony spider-man universe we'll come back when when um when uh craven is out when venom 3 is out when el muerto is out even though i don't think they're making that anymore no and beyond the spider-verse oh yeah i forgot about that one but i'm more excited for the others of course of course craven yeah I'm actually looking. Craven's special. Isn't this supposed to be quite like people are saying it might be quite good? Yeah, I think people are excited for it. Yeah, and this then it's going to be bad, isn't it? It's going to come out and be like, oh, no, this isn't good actually. Madam Web, but that's not good. Oh yeah, Madam Web. That's going to have like three different Spider Women in it, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> they might have put some. Nah, it's not going to be good, is it? <laughs> nah, let's not pretend. It's got Sydney Sweeney, Isabella Merced, Merced. I don't know how you say her fucking name. Emma Roberts, Dakota Johnson, Adam Scott. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I'll give it a go. I'll wait for a trailer. Yeah. Well, we're going to watch it because we have to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, um, uh, thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram. At don't forget to random nerds. Yep, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yes. or wherever you get your podcasts. If yes. you're an Apple Podcast, please leave a review cheap, if you can. That would be lovely. Review. And... Uh, if you're following us on any on the socials and uh, and or even if you want to leave it in a review, tell us your Spider-Man rankings. Share us your Spider-Man rankings. Yes, please do. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Stay safe. We've, we've, made a, we've made a tier and we'll post that on the socials after this episode. Yeah. Um, um. And uh, go for a swing. Through New York City, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two also has the best swinging in the entire, like Without best web swinging. Like it's Without so cool, so good, so good. Um, see ya. <laughs>